Fire Nation in the house, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1970 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And if you're ready to master productivity, discipline, and focus, do it in 100 days and do it with themasteryjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Simone Vincenzi. Simone, are you prepared to ignite... I'm ready to ignite. Yes. Simone helps speakers and coaches to create events and webinars that sell like crazy without selling like a sleazy salesman. Simone, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Absolutely. My big passion is uh, in business to run events. I've been running more than uh, 600 events by now. I run an average of 200 events a year. Wow. And as a, as a guest, I spoke in front of, uh, I think, more than 800, in more than 800 events. So it's something that I love, I live, and I breathe uh, almost every single day. And uh, on top of that, uh, I am a basketball player. I love playing basketball. I actually just got the clearance yesterday to play in the UK National League. I'm really Ooh. excited after 10 years away from uh, the professional field. And uh, one little thing, I beatbox with a didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a lot of skills that I desire and don't have. How tall are you? I'm incredibly tall, five foot and a half. <laughs> so is that five foot six inches? Is that how you would say it? Exactly. Five foot six inches. No, I'm quite, I'm quite small, but I'm pretty quick. And I got a killer <laughs> three point shot. So it's all in the shot. Well, at that height, you have to be pretty quick. I was just going to ask you next if you can dunk, but I think unless you're Muggsy Bogues, probably not. Yeah, no, the, the answer to that question is I wish. <laughs> <laughs> well, Simone, we have a lot of fun ahead of us. Your journey has been exceptional for a number of reasons. But first off, bring us to what you consider your area of expertise. Like, what are you great at? What's the best of the best that you can present? Selling. I'm great at selling and I'm great at conversion, in particular during live events and webinars. Because I think that a lot of people, there is this big myth that if you want to make a lot of money from an event, it needs to be big, right? It needs to be a large event. And a lot of people start because they might attend Tony Robbins' event, Unleash the Power Within, or they might go to Russell Branson conference and they see, wow, I need to have thousands of people in the room. And I believe that that's not true. Actually, you can make a lot of money with events, even if you have 15, 20 people in the room. Big quick example, we make sometimes 70 to 70,000 to 100,000 pounds in a period of two or three days with 20 people in the room. Uh, in dollars is about $110, dollars $130,000. So I think that this is uh, the big thing that what people need to focus on is uh, less about how many people shall I get in the room, but what is the experience that I can give them and uh, how well can I convert them into a higher ticket program, which will make the whole event profitable for me and an experience that we'll never forget for the audience? Fire Nation, it's time for us to realize it's about quality over quantity. We're not going to out Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins. We're not going to out Russell Brunson, Russell Brunson. Those guys are going for quantity. They have the back end to make it happen. They have the programs. They have the staff. They have everything 
And it's just not feasible for everybody. We just need to recognize that. And guess what? That's okay. So don't try to beat them with quantity. Maybe beat them with quality. Maybe beat them with, you know, the quality of the interactions, of the engagement. I mean, those 20 people in that room, you better believe they're going to get better hands-on quality engagements than the 20,000, literally, that will go to a date (laughs) with Destiny, you know, that was just taken actually place not too far from me here in Florida back in December of 2017. So just think about that, Fire Nation. Now, Simona, you shared that the reality that a lot of people don't realize that the smaller events can sometimes pull in a a large dollar amount and honestly sometimes can potentially even pull in a a bigger net win, net profit, which Fire Nation is really all that matters in the end. So let me ask you to give us one more thing. What's something that you just find over and over again that us as entrepreneurs who don't have your experience, we just have misconceptions about or mistakes that we make? What's one more thing, one more big mistake? One more big mistake uh, is uh, not creating uh, an offer which is compelling enough. And I know you talk a lot about this, uh, uh, JLD, because uh, at the end of the day, the offer is what gets people to buy. If you have a great offer, you don't need to convince people to buy. They want to buy it. In fact, when we run our seminars or when uh, we see other seminars that are great seminars, we look at how great is that offer. So then you don't need to convince the audience, but then the audience is already there that wants it. And instead of saying, oh, I don't know if uh, I'm going to spend 10000 or $20,000 with you because I don't know if the value is there, then uh, their only concern might be, oh, how can I afford this if they don't have the money? Or they will be, yes, I'm in, because the value that you deliver is... Uh, 10 times, 100 times more than $10,000 or $20,000 or $30,000 that are paying you. So, Simone, let me break in here for a second. And I get that overall concept, and I think Fire Nation does as well. Now, you don't have to use names or specific examples if you don't want to, if you want to keep the person anonymous. But share with us a really compelling offer that you've seen in one of your recent seminars that has just really worked. Like, get as specific as possible. Absolutely. I can give you the breakdown of one of our offers if you want. Yes. Uh, this is something that it worked incredibly well. Uh, we saw in the market that there was a gap, which is a, we serve the expert industry and they tend to work with about 10 to 15 different people before they make it. And they spend an average of about $100,000 before actually their business start getting traction in mentoring or other courses, which for me was pretty insane because I think that people waste a lot of time by working with this mentor and the other mentor and the other mentor and the other mentor. So instead of selling a specific thing, we give a, a all in a, we give everything in one approach, which means you find everything you need for your business through our package. So for example, we help them filming, we help them creating content, we help them with their brand, with their seminars, we create their webinars, we create their social media strategy, we create uh, uh, their um there's pitch from the stage, all the different aspects that they need in one place. So in their mind is, uh, oh, shall I spend 100,000 with this many different people or shall I spend 10,000 or 20,000 with GTEx? So I think that what uh, makes a great offer is uh, there are two things in this case. One, give them all they need in one place. Save them that time, save them that effort of finding out from 15 different people what you could offer. 
And of course, if you're not able to deliver it all by yourself, you can pull in partnerships and other people helping you deliver the parts where you might not be an expert. For example, I'm not a branding expert. I bring a branding expert to my courses. Is it making sense? It makes a lot of sense. And actually what I'm kind of going to right now, Simone, is back in 2014, I saw a gap in the market. And I was like, wow, there is this great opportunity in the world of podcasting, but you got to go all these different areas. You got to get a website. You have to have hosting. You have to get design. You have to get this and that. And there was all these different things. And so, you know, I got in touch with a great dude, Mark Asquith, who's actually based out of the UK. And we talked about it. And I knew that he had the skills to make it happen. And we launched the company Podcast Websites. You know, this is four years ago now because we saw the gap of the market in podcast websites is your all-in-one solution. That's how we promote it. And so you just come to us and we do everything. Your website's there, your audio hosting's there, your design, your branding, all the tutorials, like everything you need for podcasting is all under one roof because Fire Nation, why would people want to go to five or six different areas or more <laughs> when they could just go to one place with one trusted source and pay one monthly low price or one monthly or, or a one-time you know large fee in the case of what Simone was talking about, $10,000, $20,000, just to make it all happen in one place. So what can you do, Fire Nation, hearing what Simone's done and hearing what I've done, where we've made this all-in-one solution? How can you do that? Even if you don't have all the skills, you can go out and hire people or partner with people that do like I and Simone have. So think about that. Now, Simone, we could keep going on about this because we're both very passionate, experienced, (laughs) and successful in these areas, to be honest with you. But let's kind of shift now to your journey as an entrepreneur and tell us what's your worst entrepreneurial moment that you've experienced to date. Take us there and tell us that story. I'm going to share something I'm not proud of at all. Something I've done that uh, I felt uh, very shamed about. And uh, it all started uh, six years ago. I started my entrepreneurial journey and uh, I was ready to rock and roll. I was ready to set the world on fire like many people do. I attended uh, Leash the Power Within with Tony Robbins and I was there. <laughs> I, I remember I had the fire in me. And uh, what I did, I quit my job and started my business, which was in coaching at the time. Now, quitting all the sources of income uh, is not a great mm. first step <laughs> before Sorry. starting a business which is not generating any money at all. So after... Six months, I drained all my savings and I ended up living for living on the street. At the same time, my grandfather died. And I, at the time, I didn't speak with my mom for more than three years because uh, I moved to the UK from Italy. I'm Italian originally. And you know how families are in Italy, in particular, single moms can be in Italy. They're very protective. Right. They're very protective. And the average Italian person actually lives with their parents up until they are 40 years old. (laughs) I left to another country and my mom couldn't stand it. So she stopped talking to me. Um, And I remember my grandfather died and I had to do something. I had to do something. So I got some back into a job and got some money. And in the meanwhile, I was traveling back and forth from UK to Italy every two weeks so that I could support my mom and rebuild a relationship with her because I needed to make this work. I studied all this personal development stuff. And if I couldn't make it work even with my own family, why have I spent all this money for? 
So I went back and I rebuilt the, the relationship with my mom while helping her through this period. But the fear of not having money and uh, not uh, being able to make my business work stopped me completely. And uh, I remember I started overeating massively. I went through anorexia, I went through bulimia, I went through overeating at that time. And I was literally, sometimes I had no money and I was going into pret a manger's. Uh, I don't, do you have uh, pret a manger's in the US? We don't, but I was just in London and there's a, a lot of them obviously yeah. all around. And that was pretty much my breakfast every morning was their oatmeal. It was incredible. <laughs> I love that place. Right. And what they do at the close, at the closing time, they give food to homeless people. So I wasn't homeless at the time because I went back from homelessness. I got a job again. But I was going into this place and saying, I'm homeless. Can you please give me food? Or I was going there and said, I'm collecting food for homelesses. Can you please give this food to me? And uh, when you have an addiction, you are not in control. There is something else that uh, takes over. It's kind of a, another person. And when you get then finally get back into yourself, then you realize, what did I just do? I, I, did I really use homeless people to get food from feed my addiction? But that's what I did for uh, a few years. And then uh, I decided to sort myself out, to sort myself financially out. And uh, then when the fear of, uh, you know, losing everything or not having anything, then stopped, then finally I was able to be in control of my eating and my emotions and get back in track from it. So that was my very lowest point I've ever touched. This is a very important topic in Fire Nation. If you're kind of leaning in a little bit and listening close, I hope you are because, you know, at the very least, we all know somebody who deals with addiction or multiple people or ourselves. You know, we have some form of addictions. I mean, I honestly believe on some level, every human has some form of addiction, you know, whether that be, you know, eating or drinking or cigarettes or exercise or food or checking your emails, you know, whatever it might be. We all have this little addiction and some of us, it's a little bit bigger and some of us, it's spiraled out of control. So, you're listening to what Simone went through, and of course, he has a handle on it, and he's working through, and he's can, and he's been able to to get past you know the crippling part of that addiction. But what I'm going to ask him next, I think, is really important because if you're listening and you are dealing with something like this that's hurting you, or you know somebody that is, you know, hopefully these next words that Simone is going to share are really going to help, and that's really kind of why I want to hover here for a second, Simone, because I do believe this is really important. So, what do you feel like was? the best next steps that you took to help you get out of that spiral that you were in? First of all, first of all was uh, realizing why did I have this behavior? Because uh, on the other hand, I was beating myself up so much because I had all this knowledge about coaching and personal development and psychology. So I was able to analyze what was going through. And then I remember I had a coach of a friend of mine that said, I think that you're going through this because of this reason. And the reason for me was uh, I didn't have a sense of security. Security was one of my biggest values. Mm. And because I was in such a shaky situation in my life, I was uh, reaching out for food to make me feel safe. You know, there is a, uh, I'm safe for the winter, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's why... Uh, I had this, uh, uh, the addiction was manifesting in that way, that behavior was manifesting in that way. So when I realized that actually I needed to have uh, a buffer, 
that there was no rush in uh, growing my business uh, and I didn't need to cut all the sources of income or just uh, live on a shoestring budget, then uh, the addiction started fitting out and fitting out and fitting out. And the other thing is uh, I learned how to love myself. And I know we are moving away from sales and marketing, but I think that uh, self-love is the most important skill every person, business owner, human being can have because if you don't love yourself, who the heck is going to love you first? <laughs> and how are you going to make it happen and go through all these troubles and tribulation that is running a business? So Fire Nation, identify your core values. Like, have you identified your core values? Like, that's a great step because then you can figure out which ones are being compromised. And Simone figured out which one of his core values is being compromised and that helped him continue to work through this situation. And I loved how he finished with love yourself. Like if you can't look in the mirror and actually say to that person staring back at you, which is of course you, like I love you, then that's, that's gonna be an issue going forward. So make sure that you understand this process that Simone's talking about or if you know somebody that's struggling, you know, let them know of, that, of this process because sometimes it's just one step in the right direction can start that chain reaction of awesome, can give you that momentum or that person that momentum that they need to get to where they need to be. And if you think Simone's been dropping value bombs, Fire Nation, you're right and we have more coming up when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Ready to make a move towards diversifying your income in the new year, but not sure where to start? Allow me to introduce you to Eric Van Horn, our guest right here on Entrepreneurs on Fire, episode 1902. Eric is a seasoned franchise owner, and he has enough experience in the field to know that franchising is an incredible vehicle to help you reach your personal and financial goals. In fact, he recently published an ebook called The Franchising Playbook, Seven Strategies to Find Freedom Through Franchise Ownership. Inside, he teaches the seven Seven key factors to franchise success. He also shares his personal contact info in this ebook. So if after reading it, you have any questions about whether franchise ownership is right for you, just call him. Eric has personally helped over 1,000 people diversify their income through franchise ownership. And you can take your first step towards doing the same today. Visit ilovefranchising.com slash fire to download Eric's free ebook, The Franchising Playbook today. That's I love franchising.com slash fire. Hosting live webinars has been a complete game changer for my business, and I believe it can be for yours too. If you're looking for a better way to reach your audience, then hosting webinars is a great option. Not only are webinars one of the most effective ways to connect with your audience and potential customers, they also allow you to provide a ton of value in the process. Webinars are kind of like podcasts, except they're visual and interactive, so you can have a two-way conversation with your audience. Plus, you don't have to pay someone else to create a webinar for you. You can create your own. Start hosting your own webinars today with GoToWebinar. GoToWebinar is the most trusted webinar platform and they can prove it because they've helped businesses like yours host over 2.3 million webinars. GoToWebinar has the reliability and the features you need to deliver webinars your audience will love. For more information, visit GoToWebinar.com slash fire. That's GoToWebinar.com slash fire. Simone, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Ready to rock and roll, JLD. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? First thing that was holding me back when I was 17, that's when I started to think about my first business, was a lack of cash because I wanted to open a restaurant and in Italy, I needed to have at least about $200,000 in order to start. <laughs> so <laughs> that was what stopped me at the start. 
What's the best advice you've ever received? Biggest advice uh, was uh, it's going to take three times longer and it's going to cost three times more. <laughs> so good. Simone, what's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I never stop selling every day. <laughs> no stop. Because <laughs> if you don't sell, then uh, you don't have a business. And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you know, from the theme of our conversation, I feel like you never stop loving yourself either. Absolutely. That has been a concern. Absolutely. Recommend one internet resource. Big internet resource, which I absolutely love, is uh, Harrow Help a Reporter Out to get free publicity is awesome. You can uh, submit pitches to publishers and uh, through Harrow, for example, I was able to be featured on Forbes and then uh, also become a Forbes contributor through the connection that I built from the platform. So check it out. Haro, help a reporter out. Recommend one book and share why. Yeah, loves talking about selling when buyers say no. Tom Hopkins and Ben Cut. Uh, I love that book because uh, it, the assumption starts that people are going to say no when you have a sales conversation, which is uh, most of the time true, <laughs> right? <laughs> so how can you be prepared upfront and uh, create a sales conversation in a way that then uh, you are prepared for every single, single objection, you are prepared for the no and turn the no into a yes uh, in most cases. So absolutely love that book, When Buyers Say No, Tom Hopkins, Ben Cat. In Fire Nation, if you're not an Audible member, you can get that book for free. Just head over to eofirebook.com. And Simone, let's end today on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. Last parting piece of guidance is uh, make sure that uh, you keep selling, you keep selling, you keep selling. Uh, don't focus on uh, the huge followers at the beginning or the huge numbers at your events. Make sure that uh, you make the most of the people that are already following you, engaging with you. Give them an experience that they will remember forever. Talking about the quality. Now, where can you find me? If you're listening to podcasts, which you do right now, <laughs> <laughs> then we have an incredible podcast, which is called Explode Your Expert Biz. Explode Your Expert Biz. Let me repeat it one more time. Explode Your Expert Biz. You can find it on iTunes and on Stitchers. And then if you want to learn how to sell from the stage, we have created a checklist for you to help you creating a pitch that converts, but without being sleazy or manipulative, where you can find your own style of selling. You can just go to www.gtex.events forward slash fire. I'm sure that link is going to be in the show notes as well. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with SV and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Simone, that's S-I-M-O-N-E, in the search bar, and his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. Timestamps, links galore. And of course, head directly to gtex.events slash fire for that incredible giveaway. Simone, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, JLD. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Simone today. And 
Everybody's scared of losing. I get it. But in my book, I teach you how to finally win. Visit howtofinallywin.com and learn how to create your dream life one step at a time. And I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Hosting live webinars has been a complete game changer for my business, and I believe it can be for yours too. GoToWebinar has the reliability and the features you need to deliver webinars your audience will love. For more info, visit gotowebinar.com slash fire. That's gotowebinar.com slash fire. We read their quotes in Bloomberg Business and hear them talk on podcasts like this one, but sometimes it's hard to know what Silicon Valley executives are really thinking. Wonder what gets VMware CIO Basque Iyer out of bed each morning, or what show its senior VP of sales can't stop watching? Tune in to the VMware Executive Perspective podcast series at vmware.com slash radius slash perspective to hear the whole story. That's vmware.com. W-A-R-E dot com slash radius slash perspective.